So Bezer Hashem, I found myself very blessed to be having a beautiful conversation with a very dear friend of mine. And we came to the conclusion together that in life, we're constantly facing these pressure points where we have to act, we have to change our situation where we feel that we need to make an improvement. But then how do we deal with the question? It says, anybody who pushes against the hour, the hour pushes back against him, implying that we shouldn't try to force things and we shouldn't try to control our situation. So my rabbi explained to me, it means you make your normal effort, and if you see after a normal amount of effort, after a normal amount of balanced effort, that it's not working out, so you move on to another attempt in another way. You don't keep trying to force a square peg in a round hole at a certain point. But at first you don't know. So you make your normal effort. But you don't just sit on your hands and not try. And what came to me in this discussion is this is this is the paradigm of the Jewish people walking into the sea, into the Red Sea. They had to walk. They had to take the first steps to start walking into the sea. And then the sea would split. That's what Hashem says. You go and then I'll split the sea. So why don't, why don't you just split the sea? <laughs> well, Hashem, why don't you just split the sea and then I'll go? <laughs> so this is the whole Nakuda. What's this sea? What's, what's the, what is the, the Red Sea? This, is, this came to me now after a couple more hours from that conversation. It settled in like this. The sea is the Shvirat Takeilim. The sea is the broken vessels. Because what happens? When Hashem created the world, all the, the vessels of reality, all of our experiences, initially were overwhelmed with Hashem's great, powerful light, and He did this on purpose, and then they shattered because they were overwhelmed, because it's a basic contradiction. The vessels represent that I have an existence. I'm not God. I'm me. I'm Michael, or I'm a cow, or I'm a tree, or I'm an angel, or a star, or a rainbow, or whatever. That's what vessels represent. And the light represents there's only Hashem. So this is a contradiction. So when the light of there's only Hashem is introduced to these vessels, which is really the possibility of expressing that there's only Hashem in so many variegated expressions. But at first, it's like a paradox. This is impossible. This is impossible to have things and there be only Hashem, so that there's just a breakage. And so say, okay, Echanami, it's overwhelming. And then there's an explosion. This creates, this Shvirat HaKalim is the backdrop, is the background of our life where every day we wake up and we have no idea what's going to unfold because we're surrounded by an oceanic mess of things. Not, we have no idea what's going to play out. We have no idea what's going to play out. That's the residual of living in this world of the shattered vessels. But here's the really, really deep thing. See, the, 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 this oceanic experience that's confusing and overwhelming, it's actually, if you think about it, extremely close to the oneness of Hashem. Because since my reality is overwhelmed 
and I have no idea how the things are going to fit together, even though Hashem knows, but to me, I'm confronted with, with absolute confounding mystery, that's actually an encounter, for, sort of, so to speak, from the back door, going around the back, of an encounter with the highest levels of Hashem, the level of Ein Sof again. Listen, let's play it. Let's 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 think about this again. The very constitutiveness of being in a world that makes no sense means I'm coming full circle to being closest to the concept of Hashem's light as limitless, limitless ain't so. This is like the dark side of of infinity. It's so inf- it's so confusing. It's so infinitely confusing. It's so infinitely unknown and uncontrollable that even though, in, from the perspective of the spiritual worlds, we exist at the bottom of the barrel, closest to the true broken vessels. Suddenly, we come full circle and we're touching the essence again because we're confronting absolute unknowability. It's just like the dark side of unknowability, and that's this. That's this paradigm of walking into the sea is this looks like the end that's the that's the brilliant point the jewish people are always coming into birth when it looks like the very end avraham avinu is a hundred years old and it looks like the jewish people is going to extinguish before it begins because how are we going to have a child and and then haha hilarious Yitzhak is born at the very precipice of this all being over same thing now by the splitting of the sea the Egyptians are behind us and the only way forward is into the oblivion of drowning and and we're in, and and that's the end that's the curtain call nope that's where you begin and so So, the Midrash describes when they're walking through the sea, ah, then it starts to split, and but not just split, but the waters, it describes in the Midrash, they start, the water, like, co- coagulate, coagulates and coalesces into, like, these bricks of water. In fact, it even says, like, they become just sapphire stones and they're stacked on top of each other and not only that but when they're walking through the uh the sea there's trees sprouting on the dry land and there's beautiful fruits and birds singing it's like there's a whole world emerging on the ocean floor what's that all about watch this image this is the depth of the image this means that the jewish people are born at this moment as the jewish people not just because Hashem made a miracle and saved us and we walked through the water, hooray. No. We are forged and born as the Jewish people to say, you are co-creators of reality with Hashem. When you walk through this world, the wake that you leave behind you is that by moving through the chaos or what seems to you to be a complete billable, a complete co- confusion of it's just water. This world is a mess. I see no interconnectivity between the disparate elements of my reality. When, when you just walk into that anyway, by simply taking that so-called leap of faith, 
just by walking through time and space, what trails behind you and what you leave in your wake is the coalescence of order. Meaning, you have to take the initial step into what looks like chaos, what looks like there's no stable ground beneath your feet. But just by taking that step, that itself, Hashem is imbued in each holy neshama, specifically in their heart, says Rabbi Nachman in Torah 49, this amazing spark, which is called the Tzur HaOlamim, the former of worlds. And so by walking into that chaotic space, or what looks to us like a chaotic space, and just doing it, that itself, Hashem then plants us in an amazing divine spark that if you take the steps through the day and just do it with confidence, there's, there's, like a, there's like a magnet in our hearts that when we walk into that chaotic space, the magnet in our hearts attracts what looks like chaotic energies to coalesce and form structures of order. That is the image in the midrash that when they with that the sea only split when they walked into it. So already we're creating order. We're creating dry land where there was once a chaotic water. Step one. Not only that, but the water itself becomes brick-like, jewel-like. It gets into rows in orderly fashion. Trees grow. It's a beautiful image. This is the ultimate image. You just have to walk. And do the mitzvot. You have to walk in the path of halacha. Halacha means to walk. And halacha is very orderly. Halacha says, walk in this orderly fashion into the chaos of the unknown future of your day. When you do so, what will coalesce around you effortlessly is the order, is the idea, the image of water suddenly becoming orderly rows of bricks that are jewel-like and trees sprouting out behind you or in front of you or whatever. It's amazing. And so what that really means is, as we said, the confusion comes from an intentional design from Hashem that that's the whole, that's our whole conundrum of being alive is we can't fathom how there can be me and you and the bird and the tree and the mountain and only God. The true clarification is to realize, that's true. The only way to do that is to confront day after day of, I have no idea how this is going to work out. I'm not in control of this. I feel like I'm all alone in my life and that it's all on my shoulders. So we cancel that way of thinking and say, no. What's really going on is Hashem's Want, giving me an opportunity day after day to retroactively clarify that I can exist as a chilek elokai that I am a portion of him. How is that possible? How does Hashem have portions? He's just one thing. That's what I'm going to figure out. And, and how do we figure out day after day, lifetime after lifetime sometimes, is to say, I have to act. I have to move forward. I have to walk into the ocean. But what happens then is since it's an ocean that I'm completely unable to control in the most extreme sense, and I see, therefore, that it's Hashem's design, that He designed the ocean, He designed the uncertainty and the confounding mystery, and says, I tell you to do, 
to walk into that in this fashion, according to this halacha, and you will see how it will coalesce perfectly around you, this is the ultimate way of understanding that it's up to me, I have an existence, I have to do it, but yet it's only Hashem because only He can do, because I have no idea how my moving forward into that causes it to coalesce, but it's just the reality. So, and then day after day, we're clarifying this paradox, this mystery of how I can have an existence that I have to take the first step, but then moving, then this is called running and returning, returning back to the fact that actually it was all Hashem. This is the interplay between the weekdays and Shabbos. The weekdays, we're walking into the ocean. Shabbos is when we sit and realize that it all coalesced based on Hashem's power. And this is to constantly clarify the, the, the mystery of mysteries, which is called the Reisha de los Yada, the unknowable head of Bechir and Yadia, of free will and knowledge, of, of our free will, and that Hashem is in control of everything. That is, which in Alpi Chassidus and Kabbalah, this is called Ayn and Ani, the the something within nothingness, the, the ego within within complete obliteration to God, and the complete obliteration to God within selfness. To realize who is Hashem, as the Chabad Chassidus says, the only way to really know Hashem is to be a person who feels like it's all up to him, because that's what Hashem is like. Who's the only other being that's really all up to him? Hashem. So here in this world where it's so confusing, suddenly we can touch and understand who is Hashem? Who is Hashem in his, in his selfness? The only way to do that is this impossible world where I don't really exist, yet it's all up to me. Because if I don't walk into the ocean, it's not splitting. It's not going to coalesce into these beautiful jewels of brick rows of watery jewels and, and the trees blooming and everything coming into, and, and just watery chaos coming into beautiful order. So it's up to me. So then we get a taste of Hashem's selfhood because it's really up to Him. By tasting that, it was on my shoulders. And then, but all, all the while residing in the, and relaxing in the fact that I don't, do a thing because how are you going to turn water into trees and jewels it's crazy but by doing this anyway it's just to get a taste of who Hashem really is because we get to play and act like we're the creators but we're not so we can relax Hashem